Well, it's another Wake Up With KC, and I would like to talk, uh, I have a very special guest uh, that's going to join us today, and, you know, I asked this question, you know, how do you live with a disability and pursue your passion and live your life, your best life? and your best version of yourself, even with a disability. And I have a very special guest that's joining us today that I'm so privileged and honored to have connected with and have on this show. So please welcome DJ Steady. DJ, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me, love. It's an honor and a pleasure to be on this wonderful podcast with you today. Well, it surely is an honor and a pleasure having you join us today because I find your, you know, your message, your story, and what you're passionate about, even living with a disability. And can you share with the audience, you know, what that is and how you discovered your passion? Of course. Well, I was born with spina bifida. You know, I was a C-section child, so growing up with it, you basically get a bunch of doctors telling you what you can't do and what you can't achieve just based on being handicapped by, you know, having these ailments that affect you neuro neurologically. And mm -hmm. so I would just put it in my mindset that I would be who they want. Like you tell me I couldn't do, I would figure out ways to master another skill to counteract what my default is. Mm -hmm. And that's how I became me. And that's how you became you. So what, you know, growing up, you know, living with, the, you know, this disability and a handicapped, how, what was your, or how did you discover what your passion was? My love for music and starting off with my cousin in the backyard and being at my grandma's house, we'd be in the backyard and we just get together. We used to hear like songs on the radio and catch little opening flags, and we just started rapping or freestyling off of them. And then we kind of got real good to where we picked up pen and paper. It was like, I think we should start really taking this serious. And like every day when my cousin would come over, my grandma would be in the backyard, and she'd go just hit it. And she want to see us just randomly just drop a verse like right there. And she's like, y'all look good. And we didn't use profanity or whatever. We would just give you clean, honest rap. And she was like, y'all going to be something if y'all keep working at it. And I'm like, nah, ain't nobody going to take us professionally real. Because, you know, family, when family tell you, it's like, you got it, but you look for the extra oomph from the outside world. And over time, I just felt like it was getting me somewhere, but not um, at the talks. And you grow up, you get older, you go, this ain't working out, man. We need regular real world jobs if we're going to make it. Like rapping just wasn't it. And we both went our separate ways over the years. And randomly, I wake up and during this pandemic of 2020, and I go, I want to be a podcaster. It's like, I'm going to take my love for music and wanting to still have some sort of effect on the world and still be able to be me with it. And I created this podcast. And seven, se excuse me, seven seasons later, it's phenomenally dope still. Wow. So your podcast, what is the name of your podcast? So the audience can, you know, check you out. Of course, it's the Who They Want podcast show. 
and it streamed everywhere, literally everywhere. <laughs> and why did you come up with that name, Who They Want? Well, that goes back to my hip-hop culture days of wanting to become that rap artist and um, writing some lyrics down. And my cousin just taps me on the shoulder and he would give me this intro like, hey, who they want? You're going to be who they want on this microphone. Because I used to be timid. Like, I used to be afraid to approach the mic. And he would always encourage me and be like, yo, if you're going to do it, man, you're going to be who they want. Like, don't let nobody stop you. And it became like a chant that I just developed. And they were like, you know what? That was me. Because if you look at my lifespan growing up with a spina bifida, it was like, I am who they want. Because people would definitely, you know, pick me out the crowd and be like, I want you to go do this. And I'm like, I'm scared. It was, it was a way to kind of put my handicap in the background and then bring me to the forefront. And people saw more of this intelligent human being than just a person with a handicap. So would you, would it be safe to say that you created uh, some limited beliefs about your gifts? Yes. And you could still write music, right? You could still rap. Yeah, I can't. I still, it's been a minute. I might call myself a little rusty. But poetry has definitely been my favorite. Like, I can write poetry all day. That gift, I can understand that gift never left me. Like, I love doing it. But then trying to bring it to podcasts is kind of like, because uh, I've always been that, again, behind the scenes type of character. I will always let somebody step in ahead of me and do all the work. And I just sit back like, okay, you're the muscle, but I'm the brain. <laughs> and that's how we form. Ah, well, that sounds like a nice duo plan. Yeah, and now that I'm two years into working on this podcast, it was now it's kind of like it's coming back I, to you. Yeah, it does. And I've met so many different people. And I have I again another talent that I have is I can feel people's energy, even though I record virtually. So if it's a good set match, I can put like the randomest people, like my solid team right now includes the Duchess and Kyle Eric and the Duchess is from New York and Kyle is out in Connecticut, but we formed this awesome just trio together on one unit. And it's been phenomenal working with these guys. They're incredible people. Oh, wow. So since you started the podcast, meeting interesting people such as what artists, um, music producers, yes. Arthur's. Yes. Meet them. Thanks to Stephen Joyner as well. You know, he's an awesome PR manager. That's definitely connected, as well as the Duchess. And she has her own social media app known as Everything Entertainment Expo, where she connects with a lot of these people of the entertainment background and bring them to the podcast. And I'm just mind blown at everything. Wow. And, you know, can you share some of the, you know, the some artists? It could be anybody that okay. actually... Okay you had a good takeaway from or inspired you or had an aha, like, wow, I didn't realize that about you. Right. Well, I got to give it to John Stewart, who I met, who growing up, he was uh, the director behind the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers TV show, but he also plays guitar and is into music himself. So meeting him was definitely like a big childhood highlight for my career. And then fast forward into the music realm was Dr. Garfield Bright. Um, he's an RB legend behind the group Shy. 
I've met him on the show and he dropped like a ton of wisdom and knowledge based on music and things that's happening in the world that he's passionate about as well. And then my last one to wrap it up has to be Father MC, who's another 90s music icon and award winning singer or uh, rapper or singer type. But it was just phenomenal working with these guys and having them on the podcast. Wow, I know what you mean by you know meeting some people. I've met some celebrities like D Wallace, who was back in the day, you know, from playing ET Mom to the mom in Cujo. Isn't that iconic? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, I didn't have Wonder Woman or the Marvel like brand, you know, but you didn't I, eat them. <laughs> I saw her as a superhero, you know. Especially so, in Cujo, she definitely did her thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you know, just having those types of conversations with you know these individuals, it's like, you know, to me, they're just human beings. They just have a passion, they follow their passion, they they shared their struggles, you know, but they loved doing what they're they were doing. And it's just they're human being, they just got a bigger paycheck. That's all. And that's what I learned too now was like the humbleness that these people are. Cause on screen, some people can be perceived as a total jerks just based off maybe certain movies you look at me and be like, I know in real life these people just gotta be total just ballistic people. And then they're the most humble human beings I've ever encountered to have a conversation with. And it's never been a give for gab conversation, like, yeah, I'm sitting down and you try to pride yourself on having these big names on your platform. I've never, you know, stood and trophalized that. I'm just humble for the experience. Like, that's the reward for me. Like, you can, I, I, everybody wants the money in the end. But, like, for me, that is, like, the biggest accomplishment as a podcaster for me. And I agree with you. It's just having that experience and just connecting. You Even know, this one right here with you is iconic for me. Like, <laughs> you're the wake up with KC. Like, you've got it going on yourself. Well, thank you. And with, you know, what what have you had to adjust in order to adapt and pursue your podcasting career? Adjusting, not overloading myself with booking too many guests. Because I think when I first was starting, I was still in that nervous stage. So I would book like five or six people just in the run of one day and was knocking them down. And even though it was good, it was like, I'm wore out by the time the next day go. And you're like, what am I going to talk? You know, you're frustrated. So like, I can't go back on and talk. Like you're creating a talk show platform, but at the same time, you done over corroded yourself to like, you know what? I don't feel like talking the rest of this week. Let me rest up some and then start fresh. So I've learned to mostly separate my days and then create different. I like to create tags for like the days of the week that will fit whatever person I'm bringing to like the platform and that has been more moderate and having great co-hosts as well has easing it as well because when it's solo it's a lot when you're the one man band you're the producer you're you know controlling the booking the sound bites all these and that and then I'm like you know what I can't do it all by myself so having co-hosts has definitely lessened the stress of continue building a beautiful franchise I agree because I'm running a one man show. So I get it. Totally get it. And, 
I think that most people that, you know, watch, you know, the streaming of these, you know, now some talk shows and podcasts and whatnot, they don't realize the behind the scenes of the work it takes. They enjoy listening. Right. But it, it takes a lot of work and it takes time to even generating income from it. It truly, truly does. And I know, like, because some people, like, for me, I would initially watch podcast shows like 85 South Show or Drink Champs or Joe Rogan or however. I just pick it up on YouTube. So I would just take these mental notes of just little things to be mindful of if you're going to be in a podcast realm. Because censorship, of course, is important. And you have to be mindful of the audience that has to receive what you're bringing to their ears. So it'd be like you go through some content might be more adult. Like I always leave disclaimers like if you're going to listen to this, then this is strictly for like adult ears only. And then if you're going to listen to something more family oriented, that's the one we really push the more highlight on. Like you got to be part of this show. So it's just about for me, just be mindful and cautious, but know what you're doing before you press that record button. Okay. I just be authentic. And that's too. Really, when I'm really passionate about a topic and I'm in the discussion, I just let it out. And if there's, and I let them know on, on you know, in the trailer, it's like, hey, I'll, I'll say the F bomb here and there. If that's a, an offensive to you, then don't listen to me. And I'm okay with that. But exactly. if you're okay, every now and then, I'm going to curse. Drop I'm it. You got to be. Yourself. That's what uh, being authentic is like. How can you capture realness if you gotta censor yourself too too much? Like this is me. This is every, and then you gotta look at this is everyday reality for a lot of people. So uh, that's why I'm like my opening introduction has always been who they want podcast show the podcast show that does everything that they don't. Because I'm like, look, if you thinking I'm gonna be what you saw on TV or what you think a traditional podcast is gonna be, then you're not tuned into the right show. Because we're gonna do the total opposite of what you think we're gonna do. <laughs> Right. And since you're, I feel like you're, you're a creative uh, musician and artist as well. And, you know, I know I've been studying history mm -hmm. about music and I was a former, uh, a retired now licensed massage therapist, but I learned about Reiki. I learned about chakras and how our chakras resonate with notes. Now, this is fascinating to me because mm. there's seven chakras. We have a little bit more, but the ones that are really, I, I guess, I don't want to say dominant, but more people know of, uh -huh. there's seven of them, and there's, there's only seven notes in music. Mm, isn't that ironic? So they well, line up. Aha! self really i'm like wait a minute there's only seven notes but there's seven chakras huh so each note you hit will line up to one of those resonate with those seven chakra points that yes. you hit as you go high or low it's all about balance i get it so i found that fascinating and you know that's what i do is i research i study i become an investigator because i seek truth you know right. and i feel like a lot of us you know, have been lied to. There's a missing inception about who we are. Big facts. And you say it's something that that's true. I agree with you on that. 
And that's why I created this podcast because I felt led and being an intuitive transmedium mm -hmm. and connecting to, you know, these spirit guides. It's like, okay, they kept nudging me like, and I kept hearing it's time. And I'm like, okay, time for what, <laughs> you know, it's time. Okay. Time to do what? Do it now. And I was like, do it now. What? Huh? We, what, what are we doing? You know? <laughs> yeah. And it, and then it was like the, the signs would show up and I was like, oh, podcast now. Oh, cause I was in school brushing up my skills. I thought I was going to start my TV show again, but nope. Started my podcast instead. And I see how the full circle happened because I started the, the show back in 2010 and then going through the divorce and everything. I put it on the back burner and here I am in 2020. I started a podcast and then in 2021, I just expanded it to a virtual talk show. Exactly. So I had both. I was like, wow. Now I'm getting the connections of the secret. Exactly go it's like more than a coincidence kind of thing it was like your destined point it lined it up with what you were already walking into it just pushed you on in it like don't go left we're already just going straight through the center and keep focus so i want to ask you with you know how you are with music have you had those kind of experiences as well definitely i have them all the time Cause I have these motions to where I can be randomly watching TV and I'll just cut off the TV and go, okay, you need to talk about this. So you need to bring these to your topics. Like stop wasting time. Cause I used to put it off. Right. I would just randomly like I'm a big social media enthusiast. So I'll be on Facebook and I'll drop and be like, Hey guys, I'm thinking about dropping a podcast and not for nothing. It was just an idea, just a thought. And this one lady comments, and she was like, I think you should do it for real. And I go, no way. So all in like a rush period, she, this lady, like this real huge fan, like shout out to her. Like she ended up like helping me get my first microphone. Like she sent me funds to purchase my first microphone. So I'm like, okay, this is coming to reality. Now I'm like, I'm thinking of a name. Like what should I name the podcast? I'm like, you don't want to steal from nobody that already got great names. And then it was like, you don't want to put something that you're not truly going to talk about. So I was like, who they want came back to them. I'm like, you are who they want. Like, regardless, you can take that name away. It's been something I've been saying since 2008. I'm like, who they want? And it's also like attached to my email addresses is who they want. And I can remember like, if I'm in the bank or if I'm doing something and people ask me what my email, I'll just say it's who they want. Oh, eight at gmail.com. And they'd be like, that's the coolest name I ever heard. Like, how did you come up with them? Like, it's just a random saying. And it was, I guess, the uniqueness because it's spelled W-H-O-D-E-Y. And mm -hmm. people just loved it, that uniqueness. I'm like, you know what? That's going to be my podcast realm. And I'm going to make people who they want. Because we love working with the underdog spectrum. Like, the people, everybody loves to grab big names. I grab the names from either my community, from, a, you know, a blogger, like anything like that. I've reached out. I'm in different groups. Like I take on anybody. Like I take on anybody that I can feel their energy matches with what who they want energy is, and it works perfectly. Oh wow! So that's really cool. Like you recognize those synchronicities. 
And what about the synchronicities with the guests that you do have on your show? Now that one is interesting because you read about them at first. You read and you study and then I, you get on YouTube and try to get a feel for them. And I'm like, eh, scratch that method. Like, I'm just going to put them on and I'm going to get my own energy feel. Like, even when it came to studying you, like, I went on, I was like, okay, I already love your energy just based off the prior conversation we had with Steven. But I'm like, nah, I just like people that to be themselves, like, don't wait for the red light to come on and then you switch off the egos and you're trying to get into this perfect straight made for TV type of ego. Like, nah, just be you. Whatever comes up, comes out. Like, I love people that have to sit there and they go, you didn't ask me none of these TMZ style questions. Like, for what? We already know what Google's going to give us about you. I don't care what Google's going to give me. I want to know what you're going to give me about yourself. I want to hear it straight from the horse's mouth. Like, that's the way I work for it. <laughs> I love it. And then, you know, asking, you know, when you ask the right questions in, in the most authentic way and you make the guest feel comfortable, everything flows naturally. It does. And there's no hesitations. There's no burps. There's no moment of trying to think because i'll tell anybody as well like we freelance over here like if my cohort asks you a question that's because they really didn't study and they really just want to know these burning questions me personally i'm gonna tell you right now i'm not asking questions what you hear me ask you on live is what you're gonna get directly like i'm not trying to dig up because i trip over my tongue sometimes or i get a little too long-winded from the hype and it's like uh i messed up the question and i couldn't get it out clearly and then you got to go back and edit and try to fix it when I can just be like, look, if you didn't say it when you gave me your bio, I didn't think I didn't have no intentions of bringing it up in the first. Wow. And. You know, because I do my live and I do not edit. Isn't it fun when you do it that way? Like it's just it's in its natural rawest form to me that that's what gives me my authenticity. Like everybody wants this perfect. I'm like, I want you to hear the mic shake a little bit. You, you know, might get a little background noise every now and then. Like, I'm cool with that. I don't trip over that. But it's going to be, you're still going to be able to hear a full great content show. I just don't feel like going through all that hard labor of trying to make it so perfectly educated that you lose your focus of why you're doing what you're doing. That's just my philosophy. on it. Right. And I've had some, you know, hiccups, you know, like... Have you ever had this on your podcast where now mine's virtual video? So I'll have a guest on and all of a sudden they disappear. So I'll talk, I'll continue talking to the to the audience about the person and then they'll come up. I'm like, oh look, they're back. <laughs> we definitely do that because we're virtual too. So we do that, especially like when we do artistry Tuesdays. And if uh our guest for that evening is like we try to stress like mobile or mobile devices with the way restream works, it'll kick you off and on. Like it has some sort of like wiring issue with that. So we'll be like in a midst of asking them a question and then they go bloop, they blacked out. And then you don't want to look frantic because you're in professional mode. So we'll quickly mm -hmm. be like, all right. And then I'll have I have this thing now where we do like commercial slots while we're live and I can play little video clips. So I'll be like, all right, we're gonna take this quick commercial break while we're having this technical issue. That'll kind of win it enough time for the guests to come back on. Or we'll just power it through and then put a topic on the table, cover that topic, get the guests back on, and then dive right back into guest interview mode. Oh, wow. So you always have to figure out a troubleshooting when you have technical issues. 
I've learned that being in the film industry too. <laughs> yeah, you have to you have to dot your eyes and cross your T's like to know what you're doing. Cause it's unexpected. It's gonna happen. Like you can't just we've never said there's no such thing as a perfect show. It's kind of a model. Like if if it crashes, it crashes. We'll come right back in like it never felt. Like I dealt with it, especially starting out. There was a lot of rough areas of it and be like we make we make little jokes and they'd be like fire the producer and they'd be kind of just jokingly saying and I'd be like yeah we need to fire the producer even though I'm talking about myself because he's terrible and then you come back on the next episode with a better connection and you're like tonight's show was really great guys see you the next show <laughs> <laughs> and then also you just you know being authentic you you know you can laugh you can be yourself yeah and. I think people nowadays they they're looking for authenticity. Yeah, I agree. I agree, especially let's just be honest. Like when COVID, this pandemic thing came in on us, it it bought the realness and authenticness out to you. Like even for relationships, even with you know your religion or your faith or anything like that. Like having being stuck in a pandemic that was just claiming lives of people you love friends family however like it just was taking people out you couldn't do nothing but humble yourself and be like okay there's something in my life that i need to get together before it hits me and i may not you know come out of this clean like it's it's a mess but being authentic in a podcast world in a pandemic and being virtual was like i think the best thing to ever happen to me like you let me get my love together and then ride the wave without having to physically be around people i can virtually be around them but still be me right and then so it would be safe to say that it was a you know chaos came in to give us a pause reevaluate right to set us up for a comeback yeah absolutely it and definitely did that that's how it seems like the universe works to me you know, because we get so caught up in that busyness and our programs and everything. And became you know, too rooted into it until we had to sit down and think like you had to re strategize. You had to bring back your goals out again. You know, you had to rethink like, OK, now I can finally finish this thousand piece puzzle that I've been putting off for so long because I've been out there in, these, in the world. And now I'm home and confined to this room or this area. I got nothing but time on my hand. Mm hmm. I think, but then again, you got those that are just blaming and like living in the past and they're not realizing that, hey, you know, I have another chance to live. I have to adjust, you know, I really didn't like my job. So what do I do now? Kind of thing. Exactly. And I'm an introvert. So when it was like, be home and do them, like, you can't tell a person that's already home and confined to themselves what to do about being home and being confined to themselves. I'm already in my element. <laughs> <laughs> so do you go, um, are you able to, like, go out and travel? Mm, I will. I can. I will. Like, I'm big on, especially you know, big events or something like that. I've been known to show my face in a place, a few places, at least locally wise. Like I haven't went outside of Florida yet as of yet, but I take that back. Cause I go to Georgia. I've been to Georgia a couple times. 
but yeah, I pretty much try to travel just intermediate. I don't try to stay out long. When I do go out, it's not to be out long. It's like get me back to my element. I got podcasting to do. <laughs> <laughs> so in a way, <clears throat> dealing with a disability or being an introvert or someone that is struggling. How can I say? I don't. I, I don't like to say like mental health. But would you agree that podcasting, you know, especially during the pandemic, that it could have been a way for therapy, like a therapy to be able to, you know, cope and deal that you were able to express? Yeah, it did. It opened that, it opened that chakra for me a big time because I've, like you have difficulty, I guess for me, it's like you have difficulty trying to channel your emotions and they're all over the place. I tried the notebook measures, like you jot it down. Like that wasn't, it was helping, but then at the same time, I don't like to go back over what I've been on. I'm the type, like if I wrote it down, I close the book. That's just where I leave it at. So to be able to put it on podcast now, it's like, oh, I can go back and other people get to reflect on where I'm coming from. And then they message me or you get a call and go, hey, man, I caught that episode where you were venting. And I relate to you and I'm here for you. Like it helped bring you up to like, these people need me, you know, as much as I need myself, but it's like, these people need me. And I'm like, yeah, I'm liking this now. Like I'm, I'm somebody to somebody else. <laughs> and well, you're helping it, somebody. Yeah. That's phenomenal work. Yo. I wouldn't change it for nothing in the world. Like if I had to go back and start from the ground up again, I'd do it all over in a heartbeat with no questions asked. <laughs> That's amazing. And how did you come up with, with the name DJ Study? <laughs> I got to give it to my girl, Lady Tasha the Duchess, right? So when I first started, my family nickname kind of was like Big Dog or something. like. It was just a little family my uncles would pass on and call me that, you know, as a big guy. And, you know, I was all about my business and hustling or whatever. So DJ Steady came up because in the intro, some kind of way, we was able to get this little snippet of this from this song back in the 90s era where the song would be like, Steady, are you ready? And I, we got it mixed down to like be a part of the intro of the show. So when I heard it, I'm like, and my name, my actual name is Steadman, of course. So I'm like, why don't go by Big Dog? Because like that got me through my first, second, third season. But you're looking for something that's stable, that's wholesome, that people, when they see you in public, you'd be proud to be called DJ Steady. And like I said, by having that prior, you know, music in me, like being part of that was like, bro, you know, music, all like you can't erase that chapter of your life because that's you regardless. So why not infuse them both with the podcast realm? And lo and behold, I was crowned DJ Steady of who they want. (laughs) Well, wow. And, you know, I just have a feeling, I mean, it's just this like funny kind of intuitive feeling that you got some writing and and music that's waiting to be expressed. Hey, I would never turn down a feeling. If that's what your affirmation is for me, then Hey, I'll get the pen and pad out now and I'll get to work. And it's been on my mind. That's just funny that you bring it up. So the spirits are aligning. Because I sit there and I, my friends will text me because we had a conversation, me and my partner, Jay, we was conversating over the weekend. 
And I was like, hey, bro, I think I want to, you know, write this mixtape or I want to write this and then get in the studio and do this. And he'd be like, bro, you should do it. I'm like, I don't have the time. Like, I try to downplay myself like I don't have time when all I do have is the time. So hearing this from you, I appreciate it because I'm definitely means I'm going to get something cooked up then. Yes. And then knowing what you know about the chakras and how notes work it's gonna be beautiful them. exactly and what if you're you're rapping or whatever you're creating with the lyrics with the beats does something to help heal mm. whoa i'm getting hit <laughs> i love it though I've, and that's how always my writing has always been it's always been something for healing because my wordplay is kind of it's like for me like i love my wordplay because it's different because i like i kind of dislike repetitive rhymes so if i rhyme i'll try to make it similar but then switch it up in the middle and then come back to a pattern flow so if it's meant if it's a chapter for me to get some healing done then i accept that challenge and i'm going to work on it uh yeah i'm getting hit like this is what i'm feeling and then the it's like words are coming to me and it's those words that are coming to me. That's my affirmation. I accept that. That's yeah. I can I'm getting hit. When I, when they start communicating with me at first, they'll give me like someone zapping me with a taser gun. Like it won't let you go. It's that forever trick and just, Hey, 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 nudge. Look, yeah. look, you got him on your show. Tell him it's time for him to get this healing chapter, get it written, uh -huh. get it recorded. I got you. Woo, but there's more. There's like so much more for you. Ooh. We definitely have to we definitely have to talk about after this after the show. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> right. <laughs> Cause it's like coming to me. I'm like, okay, cannot we just have our show and we'll talk later kind of thing? <laughs> They're like, nah, there you go. Just like you just told me, like how you got started. This is that nudge ain't going nowhere because their message is spreaded. So mm -hmm. I, I take it. Like I feel like people give me advice or affirmations or anything. Like I don't take it as you know, some people like you're just being wicked or something, trying to cast these spells. I'm like, I take them. Like it is what it is. Because that means I'm headed somewhere in the right direction. And the universe and spoke to you to say, look, this is your next chapter. Like, this is what I I'm handling you your objective. And it's up to me to take that objective and get it completed. So I take it. So, and you know what I've learned, you know, since you're speaking about this, it's, there's a good book, highly recommend it. It's mm -hmm. called, and I'm promoting people and I'm, you know, right. I believe in that and, I, and I'm practicing for when I start promoting, you know, people on my show, sponsors and stuff like that. But there's right. I'm always about when like synchronicities and things like stick out like a sore thumb. Sometimes there was this book, the Celestine prophecy. Mm -hmm. And it talks about energies and auras and you know, how everything is like synergistic energy exchange and people come in and just show up out of nowhere and They'll give you a message. The thing is, is you'll have a message for that person too. And that's it. 
to help right. guide us along our path. I love that. That's the best conversations to have. That's like my, I feel like that's my tribe, my Wolfpack tribe. Like, that's where I'm at. You put me in, I can recite these affirmations to you, and you turn back around and give me affirmation about, like, we can do that all day. And I feel, because like you say, it, it's a recharging thing for me since we are mm -hmm. on the subjects of chakras. And yes, I do believe in that. That is my thing. Like, I've been real big on it since my friend Dazzy, she's an incredible best friend of mine. Like, she um, has done tarot readings and um, she does divination and things like that. Dude, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Exactly. See, so we're on the same path. Like I love studying. I love studying about it. I love talking about it. I love engaging in it. Like it's it's my third eye talk. Like I love it. <laughs> and speaking of that third eye, and you know, I study ancient civilization all mm -hmm. the way from the Anunnaki. Okay, you go real deep. That's what I'm talking about. See, I love you because you really authentic you real about what you talk about uh-huh and that's where i had these realizations about the false identity of who we are mm. and where we came from and then i'm looking at the like history like a movie screen of all the the wars and you know the you know the catastrophes and then you know these pandemics and all of this i'm like wow we're repeating history just different time period that's all it is that's all it is and we have to wake up that's why i named my show wake up with kc get these people you gotta wake these people up because people uh, people are afraid of the truth we'd rather be blinded by the lies so much that we we fed off the lies so much that that's all we engulf ourselves in so when you start talking about realness and waking up and being woke and learning the true meaning of everything that's going on in the world, it's scary. But that's just that's your spiritual essence. Like to me, it's an essence call. Like I be with my friends and I'll randomly just say something just out the blue. And for a minute, it sounds crazy. But then they're like, that actually makes sense. Because I feel like everybody loves to say we don't lived in the matrix and we're in this matrix. And now I'm like. This is not about the Keanu Reeves movie, but if you look at life, like we technically would be considerably in this. Look how you say we're repeating history on things that's been happening centuries and ages ago. All we're doing is replaying that same same movie. It's rolling and out. It's time to take it out. Well, it's it's started from our creation yeah. of how we were created because they were fighting against each other. Facts. So if you're brought up in that kind of environment and you're seeing it, then let's let's get the the energy, the energetic emotional trauma out of it. And that heal. it it just keeps passing on and passing on and passing on and passing on. And then it's like a big clusterfuck. It is. It's facts. You speaking nothing but facts. And I'm just like, okay, y'all gotta wake up. And then if you now I'm gonna be real, you know, religion has separated and kept us divided. Fact. And mm -hmm. so has government and politics. It they're they're it's a program. Everything. I tell people all the time, like even fashion is enslaving us because everybody's stuck on these particular brands, gotta feed these, you know, specific names to make them enlarge. Like I've never been a brand lover. Like I've never been at gotta have a Jordan this, 
Nike that now. I mean, I wear Nike. I'm cool, but I'm just saying in a sense, it was like, y'all gotta look at it. Y'all so fashion enslaved to you trying to be in the latest trends. You rather, instead of paying your light bill, go get a $300 pair of shoes. I'm like, make that make sense to me in a sense. <laughs> well, it's about consumerism. And in, in a go. way, it is another program to keep us distracted. That's all. Uh, and get, you know, like we're going to give you a paycheck and then you're going to give the money right back to us kind of thing. Cha-ching. Hello. How to rich stay rich. We just implement more ways for you. to. Yeah. We're going to give you this money, but you got a necessity for these things that you desire to have as a necessity of you. We just make this stuff randomly. Like, it is. I know. I know exactly what you're saying. We do it too much. <laughs> but if you don't know, like, another good book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Classic one. Definitely a classic one. Must read. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the poor teach the poor to be poor, the middle class to, to be middle class, and the rich teach the rich to be rich. Which category were you brought up in? Back. Tell my friends that all the time. I was like, I was like, I feel like the pandemic sometimes, like, this pandemic is just an illusion to me. I'm like, the, with everything that's going on in Ukraine, I'm like, look how I eyes and kind of shriveled off that as a primary focus. I'm like, some things you got to look at, like, it's distractions for things that are critically taking place that are more damaging just this, that, like, not shedding light and saying that the pandemic isn't something to just make fun of, because people have actually died from, but at the same time, it's serving its purpose on what it was sent here to do. Plus, to put more fear, because if you're repetitiously replaying mm -hmm. The same, it's like the same old story. Yeah, we know there's a war on it, but we don't have to know every detail. Maybe exactly. some updates, but oh my god, I can't be around. Like that's why I don't watch the news. I try Bingo. to not to. I'll read some articles, and that's it. That's all I need. I don't need to be watching it. And we live in it. Thank you. I don't need to watch what I'm already living. We in war every day. Like just because you ain't in that particular war, don't mean you're not in a war. You're in a war. For the rest of your life. Like, we was bought into war, and that's how we're going to end out of war. It is what it is. That's just my thoughts on it. <laughs> well, I just, like, wow, I love having conversations like this with people like you. Because <laughs> it makes you feel like it takes that, I feel like I'm the weird one in the room, out the room. <laughs> <laughs> so, with your... Yeah, you're going to be doing some music, writing music, which I'll talk to you about. Some Absolutely. And your show, your podcast is on what days of the week? So we hey, so far, we got Monday through Fridays locked in at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can catch us live on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. We are there. And Everything Entertainment Expo as well. We are live on those channels. Holy snap, dude. Monday through Friday at 8 o'clock? Yes, ma'am. I have no breaks. I work. <laughs> Damn, that's good. That's really good. I'm so proud of you. Congratulations. I appreciate it. Because I do mine. Uh, I record it, and then I post it on Monday, Wednesday, and then Fridays, I'm doing like an online, like almost like an online coaching segment. Okay. You know, I talk about topics and then, you know, how to change, you know, and just asking questions. You know, that's how my Saturdays, I get some rare Saturdays. If it hits me, I call it like say something Saturdays where I'll just get up, go live, 
meet with some friends online. We just discuss different topics, maybe for throughout that week, rather it's from entertainment, like I say, from the community, or just something you just really just have a burn in your spirit to talk about. I tell you, mm-hmm. come on either that Saturday or Soul Food Sundays and just vent and be you. You know what? You just gave me an idea. I'm going to, it's Transformation Fridays, but I got a creative idea just from you. Thank you. I got my message. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. <laughs> I got my message. <laughs> I love how this shit works. <laughs> Facts, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's so funny! Oh my goodness! So you're on what um, platforms, though? Visual, like I said, visuals. There's YouTube. There's Facebook, um, of course. There's Twitch. There's Twitter. There's LinkedIn. Like, because I use Restream, so I plug all these channels in. And then audio, it's you know from Spotify to Apple Podcasts to iHeartRadio, Pandora. Google Podcast, Stitcher, like you name it, who they want is on it. Just put that search bar who they want and it's listed literally everywhere. Well, you just got a new follower. Hello. Appreciate it, beloved. (laughs) (laughs) Well, do you have anything that other than writing music uh, that you have coming up, you know, to do to grow your show? Right now, just taking it one day at a time, like booking, blessing book. I'm just going to end it as blessing book. Like, because at random, like I say, I get calls, texts throughout the day, emails. Like, I'm always networking for the next biggest thing. Like, I'm still working and I'm forever humble. Like, the grind don't stop. I'm just getting my foot in the door. So, till you see me get all the way through that door and then the next door after that, I'm going to keep working. <laughs> Good for you. It keeps you busy absolutely like i love people think they be overloading me when they be like hey i got a guest for you that i think you'd be perfect for i'm like you're not overloading me like i was looking for these type of guests i'd be in groups putting up random posts like look i just need somebody to make this content work like see in all seriousness like if i feel like your energy matches what the content brings like i ain't i ain't one of those people that like you got to be a certain race this and that Nah, we ain't looking for that. Just come be you. That's all we ask. That's why we're everything entertainment. Like, we didn't put no races, no religions on it. No, none of that. You know, your belief system is your belief system. Just come have fun and have some real talk. That's all we ask. See, and I have real talk, and I bring up religion because of the history. There you go. You know, from ancient civilization. Because you know the truth. So when you do it, it's education and it's people. Again, hence the name, wake up with KC. Like when you putting it on people's tape, it's not to shove it down their throat, it's to educate them on this is the true form of what it is, and this is what society has brought upon you to believe it as. I know what you do. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So I I know that I'm gonna be a guest on your show, and I look forward to being on your show. Gotcha, beloved. Definitely come through. I just said I'm an open book and I could talk about anything and everything. And I will probably be even sharing even more with you when I'm a guest on your show. So you can witness a part of 
I'd say abilities and and my spiritual gifts okay. that it would be an honor to do that with you. Absolutely, beloved. We'll see you at eight o'clock tonight. We definitely I'll send the link after we done. You know what I'm saying? I'll send you my link to the restream channel and let you come through and bless us with your presence. It's nothing. Awesome. I look forward to it. And thank you so much. I wish you the best of success and I love you. You are a true essence of God in an amazing way. Thank and you so much. your form that you're in. Thank you. And don't stop. Oh, never. Never. I'm like Journey. Don't stop believing. Got to keep it going. That train oh, going to yes! keep going. Journey is one, my favorite <laughs> 80s rock band. <laughs> he Perry, me and I thought he was the hottest thing with that long black hair. Oh, I, I thought I was going to marry that man. Wow, yo. Told you culture shot, man. It's crazy because I look back on music of that genre and then look at music today and be like, look how far. I'm like, for hip hop, it's the client. Sorry, people, it's the client. Music is good. But hey, you like what you like. Everybody's trying to stand in these new fad trends, however. But give me my traditional, like late 80s. Like, I love all genres of music. So, like, contemporary rock, urban rock. Like, I'm into all those type of things. And then I vibe to RB, like, country music, like all that. That's me. Like, again, I told y'all people, I'm who they want. So you never know. My key word is I'm a chameleon in conversation. So don't just look at me and go, you know nothing about that. Because I might. <laughs> yeah, that's my theme. That's why I tell you. Put me in a room. I love it. You put me in a room with some educated people and all they talk is education. All you got to do is let me soak it up. I'm like a sponge. Once I soak it up, watch I key at the end with my conversation. You did. But it's been an honor. It's been a pleasure. You did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Chameleon in conversation. I've never heard of that, but that's brilliant. <laughs> All right, I'm going to let you go. Thank you so much for joining us. And You're very welcome. It just hang on, and I, I want to get back to you. Okay, I'll be right here. Okay. <laughs> Well, there you go. I hope that was insightful and I really enjoyed having DJ Steady on, on the show today. So you never know who is going to be on my show. So you got to tune in.